Alright, so it's live now. Alright. <laughs> we'll start it again. Like, no, on. it doesn't matter because it's going to go for the... We can just edit that out. Okay, great. Alright, so it's uh, Brian and Josh for this one now. Uh, we were thinking about it. We actually like could not have Max and Josh in the one podcast Wait, <laughs> because the shy we come, they come out with, we were actually afraid to put on here. That's uh, no, mainly Max. It actually, TV, so. it actually is Max. But uh, so where we left off was uh, we just finished our exams. What was it? Charlie and I. We started back on the Tuesday. It was a few days yeah. after. Um. So we were meeting back up again. What was it? Like, Classrooms for uh, classrooms every day, Monday to Friday. Was it every day? Yeah. Uh, we wanted to get like some sort of like actual process in place where we had like we were doing two week sprints anyway at the time, weren't? Yeah. So the dev sprints like every two weeks. So we had like a task set out for me, Ronan, and Brandon. And so like every two weeks, we'd have to have a certain amount of things done for the app and the CRM side of it. So. Yeah, and then, but we kind of needed an overall strategy for the end of, for the whole like launch box period anyway. Yeah. So basically, what we did was we got a list of what five objectives set out for the end of the summer. Yeah. There are like, like the main things where we wanted C funding for before we went back to college anyway. Well, because September 5th. Yeah, because uh, there's a huge thing. Well, well Ronan's like graduated anyway. Yeah. So he's grand for the next while but then we're coming back up to college and ideally we were like okay we wanted to bear this thing hopefully we don't have really, to go back. yeah hopefully it's like stop it there um a big thing of that is if we do then get the seed funding before september 5th uh that's a big push for us to be like okay now we can actually really really justify this so yeah uh the main thing we have to do anyway before that was the validation part so we had like the seed funding, the overall goal anyway. Then below that was actual people using it. Yeah. And um, like how to man how to manage our money as well. Yeah. How to use that to like better our product. Yeah, basically. Um so we had Ronan, Ronan was real good because he had experience in workday yeah. doing this kind of thing. He got the lads together made up this thing called the storyboard which like basically set out but it's like it, it uses atlassian's whole suite so like all the jira and everything like that so it's yeah, all set out in that these guys are gonna, not gonna have a clue what that is but or jira yeah but uh i still don't even know Everyone what the fuck it is uh, so then he had a storyboard which is a really real cool thing where you like have all your goals set out then you points for like how long each objective would take then you're able to like linearly like map it to the end day which is like before september 5th anyway so like every week every day in ours counted as one point so let's say like we had like a login feature on our site like we'd say that that login feature would take two storyboard points which meant that it would take two days of one person's work um to get that complete and every two weeks like there's 14 by three so we've what <laughs> 42 <laughs> 42 story language. points um, each every like sprint so and it's holding up quite well anyway yeah so the main the first step for you lads anyway was like just the minimum viable product yeah so they wanted like an exact uh basic functionality set out for someone who like a client on a dashboard could make up the set of questions then push that to the database then people could so yeah so like the whole part of the dev thing in the mvp was that a client could log into our website, have their own full dashboard, um, drag, use our drag and drop survey editor, and um, literally just press press publish on that survey, mm. and it would instantly be on the client's phone. 
you use the end user's phone. Yeah. Um, all like all the stuff in the meantime have to be going through an API onto the database and then pulling from the database on the app. But like nobody really cares about that stuff. It's just how it goes. So yeah. And then we're like Charlie, Max, and I on the like business end. We were like very focused on like trying to get this in people's hands. So we came up with an overall strategy anyway. Of yeah, the our thing works at scale. You kind of need a lot of users at one end, a lot of businesses on the other for the whole thing to actually be valuable to anyone. We needed some way of being able to get to that point where we were still doing things that were building up to enough people on each end of the platform that it started working yeah. while not just like artificially clumping a shitload of people on either end and yeah. hoping it holds together. We needed some like kind of a natural traje yeah. trajectory up to that point. So we were hammering home a load of different uh, ideas where we could go. A lot of them involved like Instagram businesses, which could use us as like a simple swipe up feature where people just yeah, gave them the feedback they needed from that instead of like Google Docs or whatever. Um, but like a lot more in depth than what they could do on Instagram. Like we could tell you that like women between the ages of 20 to, 20 to 23 would prefer this type of thing. and like men between the ages of 27 to 30 would prefer this type of thing, whereas Instagram just tells you yes or no. Like. Yeah, basically. Um, we were looking at a lot of different companies, uh, Noggin Sports, like, and we were looking at them, they were like, a shitload of those, their stories was literally just trying to figure out what people wanted from them. Yeah. Um, we were like, all right, if we could approach them and say, we could give you like much more in-depth shit to work with, like, so you can tailor what you're offering to your end users and uh, have the exact demographics giving you whatever answers you wanted. Um, so then we also, we'd set up a load of meetings with loads of other people. Uh, one big uh, like businessman like, from a massive CRM software company we Tuesday. met with, yeah, on Tuesday in a cafe. And we were going through like the MVP with him. We had it in the PowerPoint format and like he really liked it. Um, he was already flashing like, pitching ideas of like people we could uh, visit, like meet yeah. that would be very useful for us. One of them was a big uh, influencer marketing company that would be hugely handy for us uh, building up our users end. And he was also offering us a load of uh, free perks as well, like which yeah. was worth a lot of money, yeah. um, pretty much free. And also offered to like give developers to like completely scrutinize the whole. Yeah. Uh, which is like invaluable like. type of stuff. Like proper testing on our code to make sure it actually works. Yeah, um, he also left with the quote, he was saying to us, he was like, I have no doubt that this is gonna work. He was like, uh, he really wanted to like, give us a massive hand in getting a bush down the other end. Then- Like that's the same, like everyone we've met has been so helpful. Yeah. Like we put out like, we've met with like three, like really like well-established business people every single week for the last like, how long, two months, three months? Yeah. Like not one of them has said no. Like we just sent a like simple message on LinkedIn, basically. So like a few weeks ago, I sent um, Ray Nolan um, <laughs> a LinkedIn message. Um, uh, we were fucking freaking oh, we going up into that meeting. Yeah, we were so because like we were planning on uh, we obviously needed a massive amount of help on the platform end. Yeah. Like getting that whole thing put together, and we were thinking like when we were looking up people, we could ask for advice. Uh, we also need like a mentor for Launchbox to like we can meet up on a semi-regular yeah. basis to like get advice from. So, yeah. yeah, and so one person we were thinking of, we the area we needed the most help in was like building the platform. <laughs> to like Ray Nolan is the perfect person for this. We'd also heard a lot of stories that were like he's real keen, like friendly when it comes to like helping out like yeah. people trying to like make a company. 
we got onto we sent him a LinkedIn message. Oh <laughs> Josh did anyway. And like the reply was like he's like he's it was a, good but like bad in that way. But like it's like it was, just it was very brilliant. like at least he, like he said yeah to me to know so Yeah, no, he was like very he's very friendly, but he's like incredibly to the point, which is yeah. like very good to have. But anyway, going into the meeting we we're like terrified because like uh, it's like two 22 year olds going in like this fella's been so successful and we literally have yeah, so multiple companies started, started Hostel World like made a massive windfall for Skyscanner uh, Hostel World a few other so, companies yeah um, so we were, we were there was a load of people telling us as well like we were expecting him to like just slay our idea yeah. like just completely tear it apart at every weakness we had like we were well so, prepared to be like upset coming out of that meeting yeah no we were we I genuinely were I remember we beforehand we were having a coffee and you were all like yeah I think this will go well and yeah. I was like we were just psyching ourselves up like pretending <laughs> pretending like just trying to convince well. ourselves anyway we go in uh, we are sitting in the offices like his uh, assistant Celia like helped us out like yeah. it was like was very very welcoming brought us upstairs brought us into the meeting room uh, we had a little panic because we were trying to hook up the laptop to their screen, like and to get the power on. Yeah, they well, they helped us out with that a lot, and then we were just sitting there silent, like waiting for rating. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even speak to each other. Like, we were just waiting for the main, like. I was like, I remember fucking trying to hook up the computer to the screen, yeah. and uh, it was like I had no idea what was going on. I was like, Josh, just please sort this out. Like, you know what's going on from this end. But he walked in. Uh, it's like the most friendly meeting we've had with anybody. Yeah, it was very, very nice. Yeah. Um, he seemed to like really like the idea at the beginning. No, he like, yeah, the it idea was, all the way Yeah, and then uh, he was like, oh, this is all like well and good. Um, but like, where's your, like, what I'm not seeing here is your user acquisition side. Yeah. Um, and which is, which, like, we knew, we knew before we were going, even going into that, like, we had everything else nailed. Like, we had all the financials nailed. Like, we knew our target market, everything to do with the, to do with the whole pitch, I and mean, he loved the whole idea all the way up. Yeah, and then it just got to the user acquisition, and it just fell apart. Yeah, no, he was like, <laughs> we were like, I was trying to say to him, I was like, listen, this is why we came to you. Like, we really need help on this side. Yeah, and uh, he was like, right, you lads need to like drop everything you're doing. Don't do anything else until you've figured out this problem. Yeah, um, because we really didn't have. We were pitching a few, spitballing a few ideas we had come up with. And he was basically like he was was not convinced at all. He was like, like he was convinced on the idea, just not on how we were going to get it there. Yeah. Um, and he was like coming up with ideas on the spot. A lot of them like very clever. You can see like he's a really really smart man just by yeah. like the what he was spitballing towards us. But uh, no, it was like, and you could kind of see. I think he kind of noticed as well that yeah. uh, he was like. <laughs> tearing apart our fucking morale like he was like no not even tearing apart like we were he was like we were gonna be like uh leaving this like really really yeah. weird but uh anyway that was like real handy for like, it, was, it, was, it was actually a good meeting like we, yeah no it was like well by far one of the most product productive meetings we've had yeah and we actually got in a very long time from that meeting yeah and then like in we're we've so we started launchbox now anyway yeah we like we properly started on two days ago like yesterday yeah and we one of the people that came in was a company called uh touch deck yeah they recently just uh, been acquired by stripe and the two founders are coming in uh basically just giving us the whole 
like spiel on how they got started, everything like that. Their route to market today. And like, it had to be one of the funniest talks we've ever had. Like, yeah. They, they were just, absolute chancers. Like. Their, their whole company <laughs> was like hanging by a thread like for months and like, months. Ran out of living money five from, times. Yeah, living from paycheck to paycheck. They're, they'd pay their employees one month and then straight away they'd be worrying about how the fuck they were going to get the money for the next month to yeah. give their people any money. Um, but basically the, one of the main points they were making was Look, you need to take a headshot and go out instantly, then three to the body and bleed out over three years. Like, if there's a problem with your idea, solve it. Like, just yeah. hit it straight away. Don't uh, keep trotting along, trying to ignore it. But also the fact that, like, you have to be, like, you have to have no shame, like, if you want to yeah. stay a up. Like, you have to reach out to people and just, like, go out on a whim and just start asking people for help in it. Like, they went out so many times and just started asking random investors. Yeah. But they had not like they had no credibility. Their idea was illegal at the start. Yeah. And they were going into like these big massive banks as like nineteen year olds and the banks were just laughing them out like they But they got the help they needed and they like Your man must have been the best salesman ever because you got you got your man to you got an investor to give him fifty grand for an idea that was illegal at the time. Yeah. I don't think the investor knew, but no, still he was like, like a seventy year old English man that had no clue what he was talking about, but he just gave the money. Yeah. Um because they asked, like so yeah, and then he was also like, the main thing you have to be doing is just going to customers, going to people, figuring out what they don't like about your products. Yeah. Um, and fixing that. Yeah, there's basically like, what, if you, if you wouldn't, if, would you buy this or would you not, if they're your customer? And if they say no, then you have to go, why? And then really take the, what they said on board. Whatever they said, why? Then just fix those things and then go yeah. back to That's them. basically what Ray did for us. Yeah. Like, uh, told us exactly what to do. What to focus on. So the user acquisition is a fucking massive problem for us now. Uh, like we no idea really what we're doing on that end. So it, like it's not a, it's not as big of a problem as that. Like we're looking at it as in like it's a huge problem to get to ten thousand users. Yeah. But like like we can easily get to a thousand, and there's definitely a way to get from a thousand to ten thousand like naturally without having to like give people money to get onto the app or anything like that. Like there's definitely a way to do it. We just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. And um, so we're going to spend the next like two weeks doing that. Yeah, but like what Ray was saying was like lock yourselves in a room with a bottle of whiskey and don't come out until you have yeah. a solution. Which is like we're spitballing loads of days. Like we might end up going to Charlie's house and Tony go and for just like sitting four there for or five days. Yeah. yeah. Um, just sitting there for a while, just hoping we like just spitballing ideas, trying to come up with something that works. But yeah, we need to get over that hump before it's like properly on to the next thing. So that's what the business end anyway. We're doing other things like we need to get that video made for. So we have to get like a ninety second video made for um the launchbox thing because they're doing it on their social media. Um we have to get the pictures taken today and everything for it. Um, us and our hoodies. We're doing loads of uh, like content producing anyway for us. But uh then we're also we've a few other meetings set up down the line. The lads are still so moving ahead today yeah. as well. Um, sure no they, he was in hospital. Oh was he yeah. okay. Um but so then the dev labs are still moving ahead in the next sprint. We have an MVP ready to go that we're just yeah. we're like trying to find people to test it out with. Yeah. Um the we're like my main worry right now anyway is just like how the fuck are we gonna get the user acquisition thing on? I don't think we should worry about that. Like that'll that'll come with it. Like when we get the MVP, when we get everything working, like that'll come. Um like I think there's definitely ways to get around that. Yeah, no, I think 
yeah, no, there are there is an, a solution out there. Like, there's other companies that have done it, but like, what we need to figure out is like, say you download it. What's incentivizing you to tell me to download it that benefits you yeah. without a fucking monetary reward attached to it? Yeah. Like, what's the intrinsic value for you for yeah. getting me to download the app? Because we can't keep subsidizing users all the time. Yeah, it's basically just getting like if it's like like a, like a referral scheme. Yeah, like Bamboo did it a while ago where it was like. If you want to get someone onto Bamboo, um, you like they'll give you a fiver and that person a fiver for coming on. But like, we need a way of doing that, like a better way of doing it. Like Revolut do it so well. Like, what's the point in you having a Revolut account if your mates don't have it? Because the whole point of Revolut is that you can send money to anyone at any time. Yeah. And you can send the money between your mates without having all these weights and everything between. Yeah. Same with Facebook. Like, what's the point in having Facebook if none of your mates are on it? Yeah, and then when it grows, if you have 5,000 people on Facebook and then it grows to 100,000, that's yeah. like exponentially more valuable for everyone on Facebook Yeah, when it reaches 1,000. Like every new person that jumps on board makes it more valuable yeah. for everyone who's existing on it. We need some way of getting that like integrated to the core of what we're doing, or at least at the very minimum, uh, cost of acquisition that's like two euro when we're making five euro with a customer yeah. lifetime value. Like, uh, like making money off each customer, even if we're doing it through ads. Yeah. Like Ray was telling us, look, if you're going down the Facebook advertising Google ads route, you're gonna your cost of acquisition is gonna be ten euro per user. Yeah. And that's like we just not like, we can't do at that. all. Yeah. We're not a huge company at all. So like. Yeah. We, so, we can't afford all that. Like. So that's what basically what Charlie, Max, and I are like tackling over the next like few days is just what like how the fuck do we integrate that intrinsically valuable motivator for every person to refer a friend. Yeah. Um, like in some sort of way. Like and then failing that, yeah, failing that, then just on to how do we get the cost of acquisition so low that it's profitable for us yeah. to be acquiring more users? Yeah. Um, that's basically from the business end our main task at the moment. Yeah. Uh, we're not gonna. We we decided not to completely halt everything else. No, we're not stopping dev work at all. Like the yeah. like we're all gonna work on a few new like routes, but I'm gonna keep cracking on with this. Finish the CRM, hopefully by. The next sprint, yeah, um, and then just make everything look pretty, make it look nice. Uh, and so features on. Sure. Uh, one of the big things the lads were saying though was, they used to get like letters of, of intent from Ultra Bank, <laughs> yeah. being like, "This is Touch Tech, by the way." Yeah, yeah. Touch Tech. These lads have got a quite strike. They used to get a letter of intent from a customer like Ulster Bank, being like, "Okay, if you make this, we'll use it." Yeah. And then they used to bring that to investors to be like, "Right." If you uh, give us the money, we can make it, and if we can yeah. make it, they'll use it. And they're connecting to the dots. Like that whatever way. money you gave us, then as investment, you'll get ten times that. Yeah. So because then, obviously it's going to be worth that once Ulsterbank came on with the contract. So like, there's ways of working one against the other. So then, basically, what we're doing is another like aspect we're uh, going through right now. We have gotten validation off a good few potential customers, like a, a, yeah. a lot of the market research. Uh, people we've been talking to really like the idea and they really yeah. do find value in it. Like so they then, welcome something like this into their yeah. area. So then we, if we're approaching investors to get us, we, we can get to the first 1,000 ourselves. There's yeah. a load of different strategies we can use. Then to get it to 10,000, we probably need the pre-seed funding from an investor. But to get that to an investor, we need to convince them, first of all, when we get to 10,000, there's companies that are going to be using us. Yeah, but there is. Like, we've yeah. been told by a lot of these machines that we have. Like, we really have solved, we've, yeah. we've been told that, like, as soon as we get the users, they will invest. Yeah. And then, not only that, but once we get to 10,000, then we have a mechanism in place that will get us to 100,000 whilst making money off every user that joins in the meantime. Right. These are, like, 10,000 users and 100,000 users, not, like, money. 
that's so that's it it's like just convincing the investor right if you give us the money to get us to why it'll explode from then on yeah is the route we're at at the moment uh fucking lot of fucking tasks there's a lot to go but like if we keep breaking it down into those storyboard um moments and everything like that's like we can get it done that's fucking gas is like you can tell right away i'm nowhere near as chirpy as the last episode yeah just getting all this like crazy <laughs> well, just because we've like, had yeah. like a few bad meetings well not even bad meetings it's but, just like, not just good meetings problems. that are just like then the problems come to the surface it's they're like, good problems yeah. to have though like it's it's better than having no problems like if you have no problems you're doing something wrong yeah like you actually are like even even in a big giant company like yeah if you have no problems you're doing something wrong no that's basically it and that's what touch tech we're saying like yeah. i was started up at the end of the day at the macro scale is just all the way up until they got acquired from skype they were they were in horrible problems yeah it was just like going to time. going to customers finding out what their problems with you is then yeah. finding out ways to fix the problems then yeah. going back to them being like okay like, now are you happy yeah if not then just keep it keep it or anything yeah. until you eventually like in touch tech they had six developers at one point and uh, like these were all really, really bright guys. Like they knew the full layout of everything in their uh, in their website and app, like the whole thing. And one day, all these developers just got up and left. And they had nobody, like no code, anything. Like they had to convince two lads to stay. But oh, then they convinced. That's they a massive more, problem. Yeah. Like if if all of them actually did leave, they're, they're like they've gone back three years. And what's the, the sickening thing is uh, and that was only just before they got acquired by Stripe. Like yeah. those lads lost lost out on like they're, they're saying yeah no they're like at the time this was like this seemed devastating. Yeah. But then the guys who left, they TouchTech got a clawback on their equity like their options. Yeah. So uh, it turned out that all those lads who left because now TouchTech got acquired by Stripe. They ended up missing out on like a million at least they were yeah. saying on shares that they could have cashed in on down the line if they just stayed yeah. like it's not i think like recently as well like they yeah. i think they left they, like, only, they only left like within the last year or so they said, or yeah so like they like they made a bad choice but like well that's it like i mean like we're i don't think we're nearly in as bad form as touch tech we're no, at they were some in point. Hard, like, yeah. they were in like over 200 grand debt like five times like yeah, so we're in no debt yet. Wait, wait were they in two hundred grand? <laughs> yeah, they were like. I remember him saying. I remember him saying seventeen and a half. I didn't realize yeah. it was that level. Well, they had seventeen and a half, and then they had. Remember, they had to go and get the money funding again, and then made the difference between it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Look, look um, but anyways, um, yeah. So we actually haven't gone through an elevator pitch yet for what Bounce is. So like, wait, have you explained the company at all in these? No, we yeah we do. We just did it really badly. Uh, and we like in fairness well, we keep we're in the third episode we, here yeah. no, we told them what the company is like. well we keep we keep throwing a look on the fucking whiteboards in the room yeah. and like you have four of us tri- pitching like giving our ideas for what should be put into the four sentences we say to people and then Charlie and just, just gets up and <laughs> off the board and comes up with his own <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna hate it when you see that it's just oh but uh, so <laughs> The no, one thing is the two lads that are actually coming up with all these elevator pitches are Brian and Charity. Like, like the rest of us don't really have much of an input. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're just these little geeks in the corner. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I actually have completely fucking forgotten it as well. I learned it off yeah, by heart. Yeah, I learned it off by heart for, before the Ray Nolan meeting. But no, so it's like for customers, for business brands that are struggling to understand their customers, we are. That's not the wrong thing. We are a consumer insights platform that connects brands directly to their customers so they can make more informed decisions. In essence, yeah. 
Like, yeah, we're yeah, still, we're still, we're still it, disagreeing. It's better than negative. Yeah, like, there's still a lot of disagreeing thought. Just the wording, but like, yeah, it's basically what we are. Oh, well, that's the one I like, so yeah. fuck each other. <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> Alright, we're done. Right, um, yeah, I think that's Do you want to give a real cringy podcasty uh, exit? <laughs> give me one to say. Maeve's been listening in. Maeve's been listening in for this entire episode. Yeah, Maybe, say hi, Maeve. <laughs> Is it a pay? How are we? Go on, say 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 bye, Devin. Say bye, goodbye. But just so you all know, um, the reason we sound like we're in a cave here is because we are in a cave. <laughs> uh, we're, sitting yeah, we're, in a, we're sitting here in a cave in the bottom of, where is it? Dog Patch Dog Labs, Patch Labs yeah. in the CHQ building. Um, and it's genuinely a cave, so if we sound really it's, echo... It's a really cool sorry. cave, though, to be fair. Yeah. yeah, no, we're properly in Winterville Lake. <laughs> 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 but anyway, yeah, that's the end of the third episode, so um, join us again next week. <laughs>